You're listening to Fear, the Nth Cast. I'm JD. I'm Jason. And Josh is not with us today. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> He's no longer with us. No, he's just yeah. not here. Yeah. Um, some of you may know we had an episode, Snafu, and we had to re-record it, which pushed back our timeline, and Josh had a prior engagement uh, on our normal recording day that he couldn't miss. Yes. So we, the show must go on, and we're sorry that he's not here. But he wasn't here for the first one, so he's not here for the last one of our season one rewatch. I just realized I could have done the uh, our segment where I guess what uh, Josh thought about the episode, and he couldn't tell me I'm wrong. That's true. Do you want to do it? Do you, do you want <sighs> you to know, do it for vindication? I don't. Okay, no, good. no. I, I don't think because I know he'll blast me on Twitter and oh, just of course yell at he will. me that I'm wrong or of course whatever, he will. So. That's what he does. No, so yeah, we're wrapping up season one. It's been it's been an adventure. I don't yeah. know another word to describe it. No, it's been fun. It's been cool to go back and check out the roots. Yeah, where everything came from, where the show is, you know, how it got to where it is. It's cool. Yeah, it's been enjoyable. It was a nice little trip down memory lane. Yep. And uh, it was a weird, it's weird to think how different your life was seven years ago. Because yeah, I tried to think about who I was hanging out with and who I was talking to about The Walking Dead. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not friends with very many of those people anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, no. Yeah. All the people I started watching Walking Dead with are uh, all gone. It's interesting. But our faithful listeners are still here Yes. With us. Yes. So thank y'all for sticking with us. This episode is called TS-19. Test subject. Yes. Test subject 19, which was the fresh brain samples, the freshest by far that Jenner had in the CDC. Do you think it's weird that they only had 19 test subjects? I do. Considering how many dead bodies were in front of the CDC. Yeah. I and mean, I guess they were... They didn't know how to harvest at some at that point. Like, oh, we really need to harvest a live one. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe Jenner doesn't really understand. I guess a lot of people weren't volunteering to be probed on while they were sure. living out their last breath. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, oh, maybe there's a cure. I don't want you to yeah. wait until I turn and then try to figure out what is happening. That doesn't sound like the best option for me. Right. Maybe. It's like with people that donate their body to science. You know, <laughs> sure, I want people to learn on me, but maybe you could fix me first. Yeah. Me, chop me up, throw me in the trash. Yeah. Whenever I'm dead, throw me in the trash. Yeah, my parents used to tell me, like, <laughs> just bury me in the backyard. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Um, but okay. You can't well, just bury bodies wherever you want. Right. My dad has actually donated his body to science because he is a scientist. Well, and that, that is, makes sense. That is how he learned, and he thinks that's the best way for students to learn. He teaches yeah. a cadaver lab now. And cadavers are the creepiest thing when you're a child. Oh, yeah. When you're a child. It's not okay. I hear everybody working in those cadaver labs just end up naming their cadavers. Oh, you got to. <laughs> and my dad would always tell me, he's like, it's funny, the first day of class, students will come in and they'll be super squeamish and they'll like wear full lab coats and, and gloves and masks and hats. And he said, and by the end of the lab, they like have a a paper towel with their sandwich like on the chest oh, God. while they're doing a lab in the, on the cadaver's terrible. stomach. And I'm like, really? He's like, oh yeah, I don't even use gloves anymore. I'm like, that's disgusting. Oh God. Father. That uh, is, that's gross. It's terrible. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I don't know how, 
Where, where are we? TS19. That's because <laughs> cool. we were talking about okay. test subjects. Cool. Well, let's talk about the cold open. Rick is in a coma, and Shane is trying to wake him up because shit is falling apart. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, about Shane waking him up. About Shane caring. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody has ever said that Shane didn't care about about Rick. Obviously he did care about Rick a lot and Rick's family so much to where like those were the people he was thinking about whenever shit was going down. Sure. Like he didn't really have a family of his own. And so he just kind of stepped in and helped his family. So. Right. And the army is in there doing the sweep, just killing everybody. I'm like, if you look like a Walker at all, you're going down. They're right. shooting you in the head. They're shooting. They're incapacitating you. They didn't shoot everybody in the head because I guess they weren't aware that's what sure. happened yet. So Shane knew that when they come to Rick's room and they see him in a coma, they are going to take him out. Yeah. So I got to hide him. Yeah. And he hides him behind the bed and he's like, "If you, I need you to wake up. Listen to me. I need you to wake up because if you don't wake up, I got to leave. I need, I need you, man. I need you. <laughs> it was a desperate moment. It was. I mean, and... I mean, I guess I could see how he's feeling because how helpless do you feel when someone's in a coma in real life, but someone's in a coma in the situation where society is falling apart and you're like, maybe there's a chance they can wake up if they're in a coma normally. But in this situation, if they don't wake up now, they're probably not waking up. You're not, you're not dead now, but if you stay like this, yeah. Yeah. No, that's gotta be a really intense moment because I mean, yeah, maybe at the moment he didn't really want to take care of his old family. I know that sounds like cold, but like maybe he had other shit to do, or maybe he was like concerned about living, and then you know, I don't know. Yeah, and I think, I think he maybe saved Lori and Carl out of obligation more yeah. than I think. I'm saying that wrong. Like, really, like we don't know if he had like parents and stuff like that who were around that he was protecting. But you know, him and Rick were such close friends; they were best friends, and. He would, at any point, rather it have been, and he says this, like, I, I wish it would have been you. I mean, me in your situation, like, I want I want you to be here, you know, with your family. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely, because he, an actual family member is better than someone else, you know. And, rando. Yeah, well, and Shane's not a rando, but he's not the husband. He's not the father. Yeah. He's the father and husband's partner and someone who cares deeply for the family, but it's not the same. Right. And you don't want to take on that responsibility if you don't have to. And I feel like yeah. maybe that's what, kind of what's playing out with Shane. He's do you like, think he did enough? He tried hard enough to I do. save Rickard? I do, honestly. I don't think he, there was anything else he could do. Like, he yeah. protected the room from walkers and from the army coming in and gave Rick a chance to, if he did wake up. And he <laughs> did put his ear to the chest. Sure. Like, he was listening for a you know a heartbeat, anything, breathing. There was nothing there. Yeah, he tried. He did what he could. So, kudos to Shane. You know, and Shane gets a bad rap for the craziness that has happened to him and the way he, that he acted toward the end there. But he he's a decent guy, and he always was a decent guy, and he always cared. And I think, yeah. you know, he just showed it in a different way. And then when shit didn't go his way, he kind of lost his mind. Well, yeah, I think what made him craziest is that Lori didn't believe him. That she thought that he was lying about Rick being dead. Right. And he was like, listen, I did everything I could. Like, right. that would, honestly, that would drive me crazy. It it already does drive me crazy when people, you know, tell me, like, 
I didn't do something, whenever I'm like, dude, no, I did everything I could to do that thing. Right. Like, no, I don't believe you. I wasn't there. <laughs> You're full of shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we get to that later with Shane finally having confronting Lori and being like, I can't believe you're going to treat me the way that you're treating me. Yeah. It's it's unfair. You you wouldn't have left if I had told you that Rick was alive. And there was no reason for us to think that Rick was actually alive because he would have slowed us down. He would have died anyway because he wouldn't have had it been hooked up to these machines. How could we have fed him or done anything with him? He was pretty much dead. So what could we have done? Yeah. So I don't think he's wrong. No. I don't think no, he's I don't wrong. I don't think so either. Okay, so then we cut to the CDC. And Jenner opened the door, and he's letting them in. Yay, everything is happy now. We're good. We're saved. We're rescued. They should have known whenever he opened the door and said, once it shuts, it shuts. Yeah. Once it, <laughs> once this door is, closes, it's, it's yeah. done. And it, they're a little, I don't know, ro- rose-colored glasses, I guess, when they first walk in. Well, and they're shook up, too. Because it was yeah. like kind of life or death to him. Yeah, it's nighttime and you're out in the open. They, they, As Rick was saying, you're killing us. You're killing us. Please. Yeah. And Jenner is like, okay, I'm breaking all these rules, but as long as you submit to a blood test, uh, you can come in. Yeah. It's fine. What do you think Jenner's motivation is? And I think we, we, t- we touched on it last week, Josh and I, but I want your opinion. Why do you think he actually opened the door knowing you know, after you watch the whole episode, why on earth did he let him in? I don't know. I think it was, I think it was a little glimpse of like maybe what he thought his wife would do Mm. in that situation. Like, you know, he speaks very highly of his wife, like most of us do. But I mean, as a man, he's like, you know, she's three times the brain that I have and, you know, she's carrying and whatnot. And she works so hard to figure out, you know, how to cure this thing. And I have to carry this on. But like, I don't know, maybe he had that inkling. Also, maybe he just wanted to know how things were going out there. Mm-hmm. Like he's locked inside the CDC. He doesn't see how the world is falling apart. You know, I don't know. And I maybe think there was some hope that some, some actions being taken. Sure. And I think there's loneliness involved. Sure. As well. Like, yeah. you know, you're talking to a computer that's not talking back. You ever watch Lost? Oh, yeah. With Damon in the hatch for so long, just pushing those buttons? Yep. That would drive me batty. Yeah. Like, you can't ever get, like, a solid sleep. <laughs> like, you're just kind of locked in a room on your own, and it, it would do it'd take everything to not just oh, lose yeah. your mind. Yeah. So I think he just wanted some human contact and he knew the somebody end was, to drink with. Yeah. He knew the end was coming, but he didn't want to die alone. Maybe because nobody wants yeah. to die alone. You feel like your death would be meaningless. Like, Oh, I'm just dying yeah. out in the void. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to care. And and maybe ultimately he thought he was saving them, saving them from the death that, that, that he was sure that they would have. Oh, sure. Cause his monologue later when he's like, uh, I'm trying to tell you there's nothing out there. It's all destroyed. You know how this ends. Yeah. You all know how this yeah. ends. You've seen it. This is going to be so quick. The air will light on fire and it'll <laughs> yeah. be over. Yeah. But before we get to that, they they get to take hot showers. Oh, yeah. They get to... Little taste of the good life. Right. They all take hot showers and, you know, they're just like, oh... Oh, that feels good. And Rick has had a hot shower recently when he showered with Morgan and and, and Dwayne. Dwayne. And then after that, they're all in their towels and bathrobes, and they're just going to get together and eat. 
Well, Shane's also getting blasted in the shower. He's drinking. Yeah. Uh, he's doing what Shane does best on on this show, and that is rub his head. Dude, he he's, has he's, mastered it. <laughs> that used to be a drinking game in the seasons whenever me and my friends would watch it, like Every time he rubbed his head, he had to drink. Really? All the time. All the time. So you every show you were just blasted? Just super blasted, because like, he's just like always rubbing his head. Like, okay, we need to bring back a Walking Dead drinking game. We need to. And we need to do it like live on Twitter, have all of our, you know, our our people sure. on Twitter. And, the, and w- when you say drinking game, do you mean shots or like sips of beer? It was like like drinking half a glass of beer. That's awesome. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, we should we should live stream that. Yeah. I was just that getting great. <laughs> I was just getting drunk. <laughs> I wonder what it could be. We'll we'll have the people make a drinking game for us. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like people like Seal and uh Yeah, all of them. A bunch of other people. <laughs> Seal, <laughs> Seal's I, the only one of them. I'm sorry. I have this like head cold and I'm Dude, we've my both mind is been melting. sick for a week. We both got the convention nastiness. Yes. And uh yeah. it manifested itself in ugly, ugly ways. Yes. <laughs> it was a rough week. I have a rough week. At this dinner, like Glenn was getting drunk. Right. And Carl asked for some Liquor. Yeah. And Lori's, of course, like, no. And then Rick, Rick being... Go on. Give him a drink. Rick being the cool dad who realizes, hey, yeah, we're probably not going to make it. Yeah. Uh, this is just, the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Have as much as you want. And then Carl... He hates it. Right. He says, ew, yuck. Right. And it was... Stu- it was... Honestly, it was wine, so... It was the best I, I acting don't disagree. maybe I've ever seen. Oh, yeah? <laughs> ew, yuck. Gross. <laughs> Good boy. This doesn't taste anything like Ovaltine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. A crummy commercial. <laughs> oh, rats. <laughs> little orphan Annie. Awesome. <sighs> so after the dinner, um, Rick is blasted, and he goes up to see Jenner, and Lori, and Carl, and Carol. Have you seen Rick that drunk? It, like... In any other episodes, any other seasons? I don't think so. He was fucking blitzed. Well, and I think it's part of them letting their guard down. They're like, okay, we're safe now. We can go ahead and drink and relax. We can do it one night because we're going to be safe, and then we can figure out tomorrow, tomorrow, or right now, we need to celebrate that we made it here, and we're going to be okay. And so um, he has an interesting dialogue with Jenner. Because uh, he's asking Jenner about the blood test, and he's like, I oh, no surprises. It's it's yeah. fine. Uh, yeah. Y'all are good. Nothing that I didn't expect. And then Rick really kind of opens up to him. And, you know, being a leader, you can't open up to your people because you can't show that weakness. But Rick is basically telling Jenner, like, I had no idea if this would work. I was super worried. I thought we were all dead. I really thought we were all dead because yeah. I've been out there. You don't know what it's like out there. It's way worse than you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, <laughs> it was essentially, I mean, that's honestly why Rick was freaking out so much and just yelling that you're killing us because he was holding on to any hope that that was a good idea. And he knew that either it was going to be a, an okay idea and it would save him. You know, and that's the, that's the tough part about this episode because being that we've seen it multiple times. Mm-hmm. You're looking at all these conversations and going like, it still wasn't the best choice. And right. you feel like you saved the group or you made the good choice, but damn it, you're about to find out something. 
Right. And I think this is an important lesson that they learned from this is, and they struggle with it. I think throughout the rest of the series is trusting other people that they don't know. You can't rely on other people to be your salvation. You can't rely on other people to rescue you. You have to fight for yourself. You have to rescue yourself. And if you can't do that and other people come in and help you, that's cool, but that cannot be your way out. Yeah. And I think we're we're starting to see that now in current seasons where yeah. you know, you hear them talking about like the rock in the road and who's gonna come along and remove this rock. Right. You know, and that's like essentially they've no longer decided that they would just rely on people, that they would then be the people that, well, if nobody else is going to take care of it, then we'll take care of it. Yeah. We're the ones who survive. We're the ones who fight. We're the ones who make it through because that's what we have to do. And I think that's a lesson that I hadn't really thought about until I rewatched this episode. Like, okay, this is where they realize, okay, we cannot count on the kindness of strangers (laughs) because everything seems too good to be true. Yeah. And and if it seems too good to be true, usually Probably it is. is. Probably is. You know, I mean, except for this podcast. That is <laughs> absolutely yes. the truth. You're living in a dream. Right. You're welcome. Yeah. A yeah. waking dream every day. Yes. No, and, and that's true. Like, they had everything they needed. Like, hot shower, they had AC, they had food, drinks, a library, video games. Like, they had everything. Yeah. It, it was like they were back in the real world. Yeah. Like, it had just kind of restarted for them. And if there's any building that's not going to get breached, it's going to be a government CDC building sure. where they have some of the most deadly things that have ever been on the earth. Ever. Yeah. Okay. And so then we go to the the library scene where uh, Carl and uh, Carol. And Carol and... What's Carol's daughter? Sophia? Sophia, yeah. Okay, look at me remembering names. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of myself. They're all like, "Oh my gosh, we have so many books in here. We could, we could learn for years. <laughs> we could just learn for years." And Lori is like, "Okay, y'all go to bed. I'm gonna browse a little bit." Yeah. And then uh, Shane, and we talked about this earlier. Uh, Shane comes in and he wants to have a conversation. He spurs some advances. What did you think of his point, though? Like. Who do you think's being unreasonable in this situation? Do you think they're both they're both in the wrong? Let, sure. Let's Absolutely. go with that. But I don't who do you is there a more wrong? This well, is always a tough situation because there's two sides to every story. And I see where Lori's coming from and I see where Shane's coming from. And I want to pick Shane's side just because I like Shane better, but I don't know yeah. if I, that's the correct reasoning for picking a side. Well, well, how they screwed everything up was a lot of it was a lot of it was on Lori. You know, I would say I hate to say it, but I don't necessarily hate to say it because she was an idiot. But I think that, you know, the way that she shamed Shane mm. was was wrong. I think that that's messed up because he did do everything he said he did. He checked to see if he was alive. He, you know, tried to protect him. He, you know... Tried to keep him safe even in the hospital. Like, he did everything he could, other than just stay there by his side and, and hope that his family would survive. But once he did everything he could, he went and saved Lori and Carl. And so, I don't know. Like, for for someone to get close enough to somebody to engage intimately and to kind of create a new relationship with, 
she has like zero trust in in anything he was saying. Like, yeah. And part of me gets why that would be hard because all of a sudden your husband who was dead is now alive and here. But also, I just don't think she handled it well, and that that's no. what made Shane kind of go off. Sure. I mean, he don't get us yeah, wrong. He's he, in the wrong in this situation. He was not Absolutely. justified in what he did. That that Absolutely. was never okay for him to do that. Sure. Never, ever. He was absolutely wrong. And being adding alcohol to the mix was a poor decision on everybody's <laughs> part. You should do. Like, there's so much family drama and bullshit that happens in people's lives when you add alcohol. Oh yeah. You know, we drink all the time, so we can be cool about it. But people <laughs> We're who, really good at it. Right. But people who only drink like once every couple months should just not That's do when it. They're pissed. Shouldn't do it at all. Yeah. Like, you know, let's get together with family. Oh, let's go out and drink and then let's bring up some dark shit from our past and yeah. make each other feel like yeah. assholes and then fight. You know? Yeah. What 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 is what is good about that? No accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. So with saying all that other stuff, Shane's an asshole. Yeah, I, I don't. I am not saying that he's not right. And absolutely, in this situation, he fucked up. But what I'm saying is, I don't think that Lori is not to blame either. Right. She. I mean, she. She didn't handle um, breaking up with Shane the correct way because she knew that he had feelings for her, and she has feelings for him. We find yeah. that out in later seasons that she still has feelings for him and that she's conflicted and right. she's she needs some time to figure things out and who's she going to pick, Rick or Shane. I understand that. I understand that she's torn, but I mean, there there could have been... You're surviving with these people. It's a small little group of people that you're living together with. I feel like she could have done things different. Yeah. But I honestly had forgotten that Shane done, did that. Um because you know you look back on Shane so fondly, and like oh, he's such a cool character, such a good guy. Did you? Yeah, I had forgotten okay. that he did that. And so after seeing it, I was like, oh man, I my understanding of Shane has really been skewed because <laughs> I I totally forgot about that. And you know I lost a lot of respect for him rewatching this and being like, I can't believe that he tried to pull that shit. And there's no excuse being drunk. Being emotional, no excuse. Never an excuse. That's not okay. Yeah. And it really... Yeah. I, uh, I was never like a a giant fan of Shane. Yeah. So I mean, I thought he was an asshole for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe I was... Yeah. I was probably just love love struck in, in this show at the early seasons. And I was like, mm-hmm. anybody who tries to hurt Rick is an enemy to me. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I just... I was never a huge fan. I yeah. thought his character was important too. Yeah, very add some very important some shit. Well, and it added a, a new layer. You know, besides it just being about surviving the zombies, it added the human yeah. element. He was he was honestly pretty much the beginning of zombie or walkers not being the main issue. Yeah, human yeah. element. It's like shows like Grey's Anatomy. They're doctors, but it's not really a show about medicine. Right. It's a show about people. <laughs> Same with The Walking Dead. It's a zombie show, but it's a show about the people. Yeah. So they all wake up and they're hungover and sick and they ha- they're hating life. Shane has a huge scratch across his face. Yeah. He must have done it to himself while he was sleeping. Yeah, it's not like me at all. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Asshole. Yep. And then uh, Jenner comes in and gets some coffee and they're like, hey, fucker. Um, we got some questions for you now that we're all, uh, you know, showered and fed and liquored up. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he's, I mean, they don't even let him eat before they start asking questions. Right. And it goes to the TS-19 video footage, which I remember the first time I was like, this is awesome. We're finally getting a little bit of an explanation about what is going on physio- physiologically. Yeah. Did you, do you like this scene? No, no, I loved it. I loved, like, getting a glimpse of what was happening and seeing how it's happening and what part of the brain it's affecting and, like, why does it matter that they kill the brain? You know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I think that this was a good explanation for that. Yeah, and so the brain dies, but then... And you we see a picture of the brain, and it's all lit up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. And that's all the... That's your life. That's yeah. you, your brain working, making all of your body run and your thoughts and sure. dreams and all that stuff. But then after you die... It restarts, but it only restarts the brain stem, yep. which is like basically your base functions. Yep. You, you, there's no higher thought. Walk, eat. Right. Destroy. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> there's no higher thought at all. Uh, you, everything that you were before is gone. Yeah. So basically, the person that you were before is dead. Yeah, you're and, dead. It's, and, like you're, it's like your nerves moving. Like, this is fucked up, but whenever you see an animal die and they're still moving... Yeah. Oh yeah, like with a chicken, their nerves are just when you, yeah. When you cut a chicken's head off, it'll it sometimes it'll run around. around yeah. yeah, or like I know when they used to do the guillotine, there was this one guy who, after he got guillotined, he said he was going to try to blink as many times as he could, just for science. Yeah, scientists. You live like what ten seconds? Yeah, he said he blink, They said he blinked like twenty times. Wow. After he had his head cut off, and I'm like, well, that's messed up. That's chaos. Thanks for that story. So yeah, basically the brainstem comes alive. And, but you're not the same person, just got your base motor function. And I think that helps people cope with what is actually happening now. I think it would help me if I had watched my sister turn into a zombie or someone that I love. Like, okay, yeah. I did the right... Yeah, like killing them was okay. Yeah, they were already dead. So right. me putting them down, and I think it's going to course lead to detention next season on the farm with my least favorite character in the history of television. But... <laughs> Like honestly, can't stand it. Way, way worse than Dale. And yikes! I forgot about season two. That's got Dale and Herschel at the same time. Murder me! I don't want to do it. Season two is just murder me. <laughs> just yeah. I don't want to do it. So, um, I totally lost my. Train hey, maybe of we won't. <laughs> <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought. Oh no, but. It, I think it's reassuring. Like, okay, this person was already dead. You're not doing anything wrong. You're helping society yeah. by putting this person yeah. down. And um, then Dale, this is about the only useful thing that Dale does. He asks Dr. Jenner, that clock on the wall is counting down. <laughs> what, what is it counting down to? What happens when it hits zero? And that is when we find out that the CDC is not everything they hoped it would be. Sure. It's a time bomb. Yeah, and Jenner, like, systems start shutting down, AC goes off, uh, power goes off, only emergency light, and he tells Vi, he's like, all right, let's get pretty, uh, let's get ready to to blow this mother down, you know? Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. I mean, it's scary Full to- Full system decontamination. And when he explains it- Basically, he says, yeah, we light the air on fire. <laughs> Which is insane. That yeah. is insane. Like, why? That's terrifying. Just to think everything, the thing that you breathe every day, it becomes polluted and poisoned and something to, that can burn. Right. Yeah. 
and I'm sure it's intense. But our group doesn't want to die. Well, most of them. Okay. Well, let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What did you think about the group's different reactions to finding out? Well, I mean, obviously, Daryl's flying off the hinges. He's like, you know, he's an animal. That's fine. Sure. We knew how he would react. Shane is, his anger is both like, you know, directed at Jenner and at Rick. Sure. Because like, well, fucking thanks, Rick. Thanks for getting us here. Yeah. And, Appreciate that, buddy. Uh, fuck you, Jenner, yeah. for trying to kill us. And then, I mean, you have people like uh, Andrea and, what's the other one, Jackie? Jackie. Who yeah. are just like, fuck it, let's do this. Let's die today. I don't know. So it's tough. It's a whole, it's a, a weird conglomerate. Rick is like trying to talk him out of it. There's a lot of panic to start out with. And Jenner is just like, listen, I'm doing all a favor. You know how this ends. You know, it's going to be horrible. You don't want to see your kids die. Like, just, it'll be, it'll be done in a second. Like a blink of an eye. Right. My thing is, and I, I forget who said it to Jenner. He's like, give us a chance to make that decision for ourselves. Because wasn't that Lori? I think so. Because yeah. Jenner is basically deciding their fate for them, which he doesn't have a right, right to do. No, like no one does. Give them if you give him an option, that's fine. Like, okay, you can stay here with me, and it's all gonna blow up, and we're gonna die, or you can exit through the front. Yeah, whatever you want to do. This is how I'm doing it. You're you're fine to join me, right? Yeah. And if you don't want to, good luck trying to get out. And I love that. <laughs> Carol, for some reason, just had that grenade in her backpack. Right. She just kept it. <laughs> right. From... She's like, when I watched your uniform the first day, I found this. <laughs> and Rick throwing the grenade is kind of terrifying for him, it seems. Because he... Well, he just kind of like pulls the pin and sets it down by the window and, and then runs. He kind of realizes like, oh, what did I do? Oh, what did his, I do? His face whenever he pulls you. Oh, get out, get out. Everybody get down. I've never seen a grenade go off like in person. I don't know that I want to. It doesn't look like that. I, what, Not that I've seen it in person, you. but I've seen tons of videos. I love watching military videos. Do you like watching things blow up? I do. That's weird. I need to see the world burn. <laughs> Thank you, Bane. Yeah. The yeah. fire, the fire rises. Yeah, <laughs> I, and, and I'm pretty sure glass doesn't shatter that way whenever an explosion goes off. If but it's hey. what if it's bulletproof glass? Maybe that shatters that way. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm completely wrong. Right. So Jackie decides to stay, and then Andrea also decides to stay. Drama queen. Right. <laughs> She's like trying to steal Jackie's thunder. Yeah. Like, if you're going to stay, I'm going to stay, and I'm going to make it more dramatic. because I'm I want to die. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to die, too. That's oh, so fetch. And everybody watching is like, yes, yes, <laughs> let her stay, please. Everybody rewatching is like, yeah. oh, that so many problems will oh, be yeah, solved. Just, just let her stay. Yeah, So many problems will be solved. And then Dale will have Glenn seduce the governor. <laughs> oh, and he could have. Yeah, yeah oh, I think yeah. he had a better chance. The governor wanted him really bad after yeah. Glenn did that chair thing <laughs> and uh, yeah. murdered the zombie. But Dale comes over and he's like, "Andrew, you know, no, 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 you don't, you don't get to come into someone's life and then check out. You don't get to do that. So I'm going to yeah. die too." Oh God! You love that scene. Yeah. I hated it. God. Uh, Every second of it, and I, I think I'm jaded. And 
I try really hard not to be, but knowing what I know, I'm so jaded. Because I remember the first time, I was like, Dale's got a point, Andrea. Dale is right. This is not yeah. the time for you just to choose to die because you, you're sad. That is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Sure. There's no need for that. And it's true. He's he's not wrong in what he's saying. No, he's absolutely not. But it's just, it's cringy watching. The way it happens. It's cringy yeah. watching now. So they get out and they're in the RVs, but uh, they're running the one time and then they see Andrea and Dale walk out the front window. Right. And you're like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Damn. But he did it. He Good did it. for Dale. Way to go, <laughs> Dale. Way to be a hero. Yeah. And then a Jenner and Jackie are watching, and they're like, oh, uh, they made it. Yeah. Yay. And then they hold hands, which makes sense, I sure. guess, since they know each You're other about so to get well. blasted. Right. And then uh, the fire explodes. The air burns. Yes. Building falls apart. Dead. Dead ski. Come in particle effects. Yes. <laughs> of building falling apart. Smoke. Yeah. And... That's pretty much where it ends, right? Does anything else happen? They drive off. Yeah. You just see them driving off. I'm sure I'm forgetting something at the very end there. But, I'll, I'll look. Hang on. you know, I He's was off. really like thinking whenever I was going back and watching this, I was just like, you know, as far as like season finales go, I know it's the first season and it was only half a season. Right, right, right. I was not overly blown away. I mean, some things happened that we needed to happen. Like we needed some explanation and like the thing that Jenner whispered into Rick's ear. That was the big thing. Yeah. What, yeah. That was the biggest, that was the big like cliffhanger from that. Yeah, what, like what the hell did he say to him? Yeah. And I mean, we find out we later what it was, but I remember at the time which, that was the which thing. If you don't know what he said, he basically said that everybody has it. Yeah. It's like we are you, the walking dead. Right. When you die, you become a zombie, no, even if they don't bite you. Just if you die at all, right. you become a walker. Yeah. And that I remember, though, after the first season, waiting for season two to start, that was something that my friends and I speculated about wildly. Like, what did he say? Really? What did he talk about? I mean, I had a good idea because of yeah. my history with the comics, but I wasn't going to spoil that for them. Sure. So I'm like, okay, well, let's go ahead and let y'all talk it out. And... uh so people are like, maybe he told him where like the government really is. Maybe he told him Washington D.C. Yeah, not to go to the military <laughs> base for some reason. Like you know, and there's a lot of options. Yeah. So that was compelling. But I agree with you. I think looking back on all seven seasons, this may be the least strong finale. Oh yeah, I think absolutely. But I I also don't think that that's really their fault completely, just because. I don't know. They were still operating on a lower budget. Right. And, and uh, they, it was still just really trying to fill out what the audience wanted. Right. And they they had, they had a set story that they wanted to tell in six episodes. And I don't yeah. think they wanted to get into the next little arc. I do love that they only made it six episodes to yeah. start with. At you know, at first whenever I watched it, I was kind of pissed because I was like, what the shit? Like, I remember thinking after I finished the show... I was, like, terrified because, like, dude, I really hope it gets renewed. Right. Because I wasn't, like, this will absolutely get renewed. No chance in hell it won't. I wasn't like that because I was, like, maybe, I mean, I don't know. Crazy things have happened. It might get canned. And then, you know, I look at it now and I'm, like, holy shit, we're, like, going on to season eight. Right. And you forget how (laughs) groundbreaking it was when it came out because there was nothing like that on television. It it was very different. It was very gory. Very. Oh, yeah. 
I think it set a new standard. I I don't want to, you know, you puff on it too much, you know what I'm saying? Sure. But it was so different and gripping when it first came out, which is, I think, a lot of the reason that some people have watched the show and, so diligently for yeah. so long, because they remember what TV was like before it came out. There's a weird, like, I don't know what the word is for it. A weird... I don't know. So, Walking Dead is extremely violent. It just is. Uh, granted. Compared to so many shows out there. But for some reason, and this may just be me, mm-hmm. but because they're walkers and they're zombies. You don't care as much? It, well, it doesn't like affect me as much. And I'm thinking, like, man, what if it was like, so you these really actors are just, just playing, walkers. are just playing people, right. and they're getting you know their head sliced in half and chains are ripping through their bodies and stuff like that. Like, sure. Would I be more affected by the gore? And I think I would, but for some reason it being walkers and, and you, you put them into a different classification. Whenever we found out that, you know, it's just their brainstem that comes alive and keeps right. ticking. Then it's like, Oh, well these aren't fucking people anyways. Right. And I think that's also why when we see a main character die, it affects us so greatly. Right. Exactly. Because, you know, like there's plenty of death on the show, but yeah. when it's the main character or someone that you've really invested time with and that yeah. you actually care about, unlike a walker, it hurts. And then, you know, I'm honestly even thinking of, like, Glenn stabbing his first person. Oh, like, that was painful. That was terrifying. Yeah. Not even just for Glenn. Like, I was just like, dude, that sucks. He got stabbed in his head while he's sleeping. Maybe the best... You know, a good way to go. So he's just like done. It's over, and right. he's, you know, moved on. But like, geez, that was brutal. It was brutal. I remember that was one of the more, I, I think, moving moments yeah. that they've had on the show. Yeah. And there, there weren't a lot of really like deep moving moments in season one, but there were some. Sure. There was enough for me. Sure. To make me want to keep coming back yeah. and watching. And then there was enough interest in what they're going to do now that their yeah. grand plan failed. What's going to happen next? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, we did it. Yeah. Season one in the bag. We did it. Yeah. I hope everybody that's listening and, and rewatching with us, I uh, hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed taking this yeah. little journey with us. It's fun. You know, it's like, it's fun to just talk about old stuff. You know, I was on Brains Gone Bad the other day. You were. Um, and it was just fun just talking with Lizzie and Kevin just about, like, favorite moments from the show. Yeah, that's a great idea. I wish I we know. had come up with that idea. <laughs> sure. We could steal it. No, 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 no. They, they do <laughs> they, it better than we do. They'll probably listen to this. They do it better no, than we do. No, I, I do think so. Like, it's just cool the way they do that. And just getting to relive those moments is really yeah, fun. Absolutely. So, but two weeks from now... Fear the Walking Dead season three is coming back, and also Preacher season two. So there's going to be my god, there's a lot of stuff coming up in season three of Fear the Walking Dead. It's going to be a full time job to both listen to shows and podcast shows. I know, right? The least you could do is listen. Yeah, please do, (laughs) please do. But I mean, I think season three looks really good, and we you brought it up earlier that season two of The Walking Dead isn't great. Season two of Fear the Walking Dead wasn't great. Season three though was good. Yeah. It was excellent. So I'm really hopeful that season three of Fear is as good. Yeah. 
So that'll be cool. Yeah. Hopefully y'all stick with us. There's gonna not gonna be an episode next week. We're gonna take one week off. You know, it's a Memorial Day, right? Or is it Yeah, it's a holiday. Yeah, it's a holiday. So go do something with friends and family. Make make some memories. Yeah. Make some memories. And go, then we'll, go drink beers yeah. and have merriment. Right. And you know, then we'll be back the week yes. after that. But in the meantime, uh, you can check out other shows on our network. There's Dragon Ballers if you're into Dragon Ball Super, anime, oh, and just a, a delightful short podcast. Um, yeah. That would be one for you to listen An to. Easy listen. Yes. And then there's Once Upon at the Time, which they just did the final battle. So I think that may be the last episode that they're doing ever because wow. I, think, I think the show the might show's be over. over. Yeah. Well, I think that it's like a reboot after that, and I don't know if they're going to want to pursue. That's yeah. up to them. But right. you should go back and listen and catch up on that because it's an excellent show. They work really hard on it, and they do a good job. Yes. And then uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at FearInthCast. If you don't follow us individually as host, you can follow me. I'm at RealJDLee. I'm at VRT Jason. And our fellow co-host Josh is at Josh Wade FM. Uh, he'll be back for Fear and Preacher. Oh, yeah. For sure. And then if you need to send us an email, uh, thoughts about season three of Fear the Walking Dead or uh, season two of Preacher, send that to uh, fear at nthcast.com. Yish. Uh, anything else? Anything we else did it. The whole spiel. The whole spiel. We're sick. We've been drinking. <laughs> No, but we've done it. We're we're impressive. No. In it was life. fun. I liked going back and checking. It out. I hope y'all enjoyed it too. Absolutely. Yeah, so, but in the meantime, in the next two weeks, fight the dead. Fear the nth cast.